Hello there, podcast listener, and welcome back. Uh, hopefully everyone had a good Christmas, whoever celebrates Christmas. Got some good time with the family, uh, ate some good food, all that sort of good stuff. As for me, I had a fucking wonderful time going back home. Uh, if you listened to last week's episode, I kind of last minute decision to fly home for literally 48 hours and spend Christmas with uh, my wife and my family and all that stuff. And it was the best and greatest gift I could have ever given myself. And really, I think my wife, at least for this year. And it was it was amazing. It was... Uh, you hear people say, oh, it was like a dream. But seriously, this was... It was like a dream. Uh, not only because of its uh, its brevity... But also it was it was kind of surreal being home. And I kind of think that's strange that being home is is foreign. I guess I can I've been gone that long that I swear the I got there Friday night and Saturday morning when I woke up, it took me a couple seconds to realize where I was um, just because I'm so used to waking up back here. But it was it was great. Um, Christmas Eve with the family and the in-laws family and then son and then Christmas day with the extended family and got to see everyone. And biggest thing that I missed was I just got to hang out with my wife and my dog at home and not do shit. Um, probably the, the best memory that I'm going to have is of course, you know, the, the holiday with the family is going to be good. But the biggest thing I missed was the, the routine in the morning that my wife and I have, which is I get up early just because I'm I'm an early bird. She kind of she's up, but it takes a little while to get out of bed. But while she's in bed, I heat up the coffee pot or I make get the French press ready and I roast the coffee and all that good stuff. And we just have our cups of coffee and we just sit and we fucking talk. And that was the dog was right next to me and it was it was fucking awesome. It was again the best gift I could have given myself this year. I'm very, very, very glad I went. Uh, a few things that I learned on the way. Uh, well, first, let me talk about this episode. It is New Year day before New Year's Eve. Hopefully, you all have plans to go out and all that good stuff. So this being the last episode of um, EBP Honduras for the year, I'm going to do my best to send out lots of good vibes. I know that the New Year is a time when people... They're going to make changes and they're going to improve themselves, whether physically or mentally or whatever else. So I'm going to do my best to send out good vibes to you all. And that's what this episode is going to be after I talk about what the fuck I experienced on the plane ride to uh, California. And just a couple thoughts I had at the airport. First episode of EBP Honduras, I talked about packing for a flight and I fucking follow that thing to a T. Just a backpack. Granted, it was just two days. But one thing I forgot to mention that I learned is always pack a travel toothbrush and have that in your carry-on. Because I flew for... I was traveling all in all for about 15 or so hours. And you get fucking yuck mouth really, really bad just because you're napping. And, you know, you get that, that fucking taste and that gummy feeling in your mouth after you wake up from, you know, a nap or a good night's sleep. You get that really, really bad. So... Pack a toothbrush would be my biggest thing. Uh, second thing is I 
I'm not exaggerating. The you know flying out of Central America, I would imagine that most of the passengers speak Spanish. But because we're in a world where English is kind of like the universal language, they have to make the announcements in English as well. Now I don't know if the flight attendant was fucking around or if this is how, how we talk. Because in Spanish it was like da 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 da, just straight to the point. And then when it came to saying it in English, it was, I, I swear, I'm going to try to imitate as best I can, just kind of give you a spiel of, okay, passengers, be sure to buckle up, have your tray tables and seats in the upright position. It was like the sexiest plane announcements I've ever heard and the creepiest at the same time. So I, I took off my headphones because I was listening to something. I was like, what the fuck? And I caught eyes with the guy next to me who spoke English as well and kind of like gave me a look. And that was a weird experience. Uh, another thing is the anticipation of the food or the tray or drink tray that's coming down the aisle. I was at the very, very back of the plane, which I had no complaints. You know, the seat's going to be the same. However, they always serve front to back no matter where you're going. And I was hungry and I was very, very thirsty. I didn't pack my water bottle for other reasons, but that anticipation of like, oh my God, it's like, it's coming. I'm ready. What am I going to order? Ah, fuck. And then they they bring the cart back and they just stop right in front of your row, but they're not really talking to you and not just yet. So you got to wait another couple minutes for them to kind of move the tray back. That was kind of a thing I like to talk about or just kind of mention. And one thing I kind of want to talk about that is really strange to me is the epidemic of the fake asses. And what I mean is like the implants that ladies get in their asses to make it look like they have a voluptuous uh, rear end. This, I don't know. I guess the rage of like the fake boobs died down, which happened, uh, you know, a while ago, but now the fake asses and it just looks, it looks weird. It looks fucking weird. Uh, I saw this woman. She was very beautiful. Um, and I was like, oh, man, she's really pretty. And then, like, she kind of turned, gave me, like, a profile look. And it just looked, what the fuck? Like, she was wearing just diapers. It was it was bad. And maybe she got it done there. Or maybe it was just recently done. But it was it looked strange. And I just want to know, why, why wouldn't you just, like, you know, do it the old-fashioned way and, you know, get some fucking squats going, some lunges, some, you know, go on some Stairmasters. I don't know. That just seems like a really weird way. And, like, when you poop, what does that feel like? Because it's not just, like, it's not pressing on the the usual. It's, like, on these whatever it's made out of cases. I just, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of work for, for very little little payoff. Anyway, that was a, that was kind of my trip in a nutshell. The way back was way easier. I caught a red eye, slept most of the way. Um, I was still exhausted when I finally got back to Honduras, but um, all in all, it was a great trip. Sam will be actually coming here now uh, in a couple of weeks, and hopefully, she, she wanted to be on the show, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But anyway, getting to <clears throat> what I want to talk about this episode is just sending out good vibes to everyone that's making plans to make great changes um, 
good on you for for doing that. I know the new year is like the best fucking reset button we have. Um, so one thing I want to talk about is, and what the only thing I can really speak on from experience is, you know, the the physical changes that people want to make. There's always a lot of people that want to do that. And uh, before you go on to this and start this journey that you're about to go on, I want to mention something that uh, I kind of stumbled upon and it really struck a chord with me as someone that uh, has dealt with, uh, uh, what you call it there, um, body like uh, body image issues and, and you know to this to this day I I still do to a certain to a certain point and that is this uh, Japanese <clears throat> I don't know if it's a phrase or it's a it's a type of artwork that's uh, goes by Wabi Sabi which is W A B I dash S A B I and it's essentially the the artwork or the the love and then admiration for the imperfect or the the um, whatever kind of blemishes or whatever. And so if you Google, you know, Wabi Sabi, you will find like teacups that are have been broken or and put back together and they have like all these little like uh, scars, I guess, for lack of a better term. And it's finding the beauty in those imperfections. And uh, the, the story goes of how this came apart, uh, came up, came uh, together was there was this guy, name, forgot him, let's just call him Ken. Ken was looking to be this grand tea master, so he sought the wisdom of the current tea master, and he was given the task to clean up the tea garden. So what he did, he went up there, fucking raked up all the leaves, straightened up all the furniture, make sure everything was pristine, swept everything up, and then when he was done, he'd look back to kind of just check over things, and he noticed that something was wrong. It just didn't look right everything's was pristine and clean and and straight you know and squared away but it just wasn't it didn't look right to him so to remedy this what he did was he walked over to the cherry blossom tree or whatever and shook it and he let those cherry blossoms fall wherever they may and then he stood back again and kind of felt right and it was exactly what it was supposed to be and that's what kind of wabi-sabi is is just you know yes no one's fucking perfect and it's just admiring those imperfections and whatever changes that you want to do this year good on you but i i firmly believe that if you go into this uh journey whatever it's going to you're about to embark on if you go in with a with the uh thought of this is wrong with me so i have to do this it, you're you're setting yourself up to be never be satisfied and um that that's be my greatest uh, advice on that. It's just like, yes, I have these issues, but I want to improve myself, not because these things are wrong with me, because these are the changes I want to make. If that makes any uh, sort of sense, that's the kind of thing I want to to put out there. Um, because you gotta, it's gonna be a long journey, and whatever metric or measurement you use to measure your success, that's gonna really determine. Um, how far you go and how you feel when you fucking get there, really. Uh, so kind of continuing on that, I found a little passage in my uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius' book, quick little plug, that really, really drives home this point. And uh, I'm about to read that, try not to mess it up. Actually, I'm I'm not going to be completely honest. I fucking recorded that part before I recorded this, and it took me 
damn 15 minutes and it's only like 30 seconds of me reading so here is that we ought to observe also that even the things which follow after the things which are produced according to nature contain something pleasing and attractive for instance when bread is being baked some parts are split at the surface and these parts which thus open and have a certain fashion contrary to the purpose of the baker's art are beautiful in the manner and in a particular way excite a desire for eating all right so obligatory just kind of hey we're back but we didn't really go anywhere is uh so that passage i think really illustrates the the point so well because you can imagine the 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 bread if you've ever baked bread or if you've seen you know bread baking it's when you put it in the oven it's nice and smooth and 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 kind of flawless in a way because you make the time to mold it and all that bullshit and then through the process it plumps up and you see the the cracks and the, the the rustic look that bread has and it really makes a point where that those little imperfections make the bread just look fucking delicious and it makes you want to eat it so that's how you should treat anything that you feel you, that is wrong with you or you feel is not right is embrace it because that's what fucking makes you you it makes you enticing to someone and it should be enticing to yourself so throwing that out there good good vibes um getting towards the end of the episode uh i wanted to share something that uh really struck a chord with me when i when i heard it um uh, for people that know me they know I'm a, I'm a big fan of the barbell shrug podcast and one of the original um uh, hosts of it unfortunately passed away this year and he really really taught me a lot of stuff just through his, his own podcast which is a uh, barbell buddha you can still look it up i think his feed is still open and he kind of referred to himself as a recovering meathead uh power lifter football player all this stuff but he was very well versed in philosophy and he tied uh you know the the discipline of training to kind of life and to me those things they they come together because when you're when you're working and you're training like that you put in work and you put in the effort and you see the outcome and this takes the discipline of consistency and effort to do that and that can carry on to and bleed over to any part of of life and that's why i i like it so much and why i talk about it so much one of the reasons so when he passed uh, a good friend of his put together this little um youtube video and i kind of took the audio from that and i'm going to play it for you guys and and just to kind of see his words and he's going to say it so much better um, to cultivate kind of faith inside yourself. Uh, I did get permission to, to get that. So, you know, just in case anybody's wondering, I didn't just take it off. Um, so I'll play that at the very end. But first, I just want to say thank you, everyone, for the support this year. Um, for anyone that had anything to do with this show, as far as giving us a tiny little podcast a chance to talk to them. Um, if I miss anybody, I mean... Jen and Jesse from Pop Up Yoga, Ben from Rebels and Martyrs, uh, Anchor and Bear, Curtsy, uh, Anastasia, um, whoever. I know we had a ton of other people that we got to interviews, but thank you, thank you so much for giving us a chance to talk to you and your time. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, last thing, last announcement is Sam will be here in a couple weeks, and she's here's her idea that she wanted to record a podcast uh, with her in it. So I'm going to reach out to you all and any questions that you would have 
uh, would you that you would like to ask her, um, kind of send it to me through Instagram, and hopefully we can get some stuff good together. Just kind of seeing her half of this journey. You've only you've heard me talking for fucking six weeks now. So if you're curious or if you want to ask her some stuff on how she's been and how she's dealt with the separation, that'd be kind of cool. And she'll be on soon. So anyway, uh, again, thank you, everybody. Love you. I love you and I miss you, Sam. Um, Be out there. Be safe. Have a great, safe New Year's. And again, here is uh, Chris Moore with uh, a little, little message for you guys. Love you. Bye. One thing you can always do to ensure justice and to ensure you're doing good, capital G good, is to always try to come back to something you love daily and to try to make it better, just a little bit better, a little bit more helpful, a little bit less heavy with mistakes, a little bit better focused, and any small improvement coupled with the daily effort of just trying again is really the only remedy to the self-doubt thing because you're going to feel that. You're going to want to be and do something and something's going to whisper in your ear that maybe it's not possible. The only way you're going to remedy that is to keep doing it and to to stoke and to cultivate within yourself uh, faith, for lack of a better word, that if you keep it up, that if you will be rock solid within yourself and know that you have something worth sharing and providing and and talking about and doing, if you keep stoking your little fire, uh, that will remedy the the issues of self-doubt. It will help that better than anything else. And even though you'll keep dealing with it, at least, at the very least, you'll be able to easily look back from where you are. Because, like, right in the present moment, it's hard to to always believe in the vision and the dream and have all the faith. But if you also just take the time to show a little gratitude for how far you've come and to realize that, you know, in a a space of a couple years, you can have a lot of hurts and a lot of wounding things. Because that's going to happen to everybody. But also in that same point, you can see all all the little moments where you, you, you were able to produce and make something persevere and, and move on through those moments in two years to see where you how far you can come with a, a simple practice like that is really is really all the kind of proof you need that you're on the right track so if you want to be a good coach just keep coaching man. If you want to be a good writer find a way to write even one sentence today even one sentence written as good as you could will make that happen and if you want to take on a, a business task and it's just Anything you might want to take on, keep up the daily faith and daily effort. That's that's how you will make that a real thing. I do believe that.